0: Welcome to the All That's Holy Blue
1: Collar podcast. Thought-provoking interviews with interesting guests and commentary on everything. Food, sports, God, gardening, church, politics, music, movies, comedy, you name it, we talk about it. I'm Cody Stopper. And this is Craig Morton. On this podcast, we talk to writers, teachers, activists, and we seek some wisdom, and as always, we are allergic to big words, but not to big ideas. Profound things will be said, but entirely by accident. Records are, how do, what a weird technology. Well, here's what's weird about records. I mean, a couple of things that are weird about records. Oh, hi, by the way, I'm Craig.
0: <laughs> Cody. This is Cody. And, I'm
1: Cody. And, and so, like, when, when was the first, what was the first, so, it, 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 I don't even know what to call him anymore. So artists, when they put together an album with yes. a number of songs, they, yes. the process is recording. And so yes. it is a record. Yeah. But when I grew yeah. up, a record meant a flat disc of vinyl or even more yeah. ancient ceramic. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. And, wow. so, and
1: so record was the flat thing. Mm-hmm. And then LPs, well, long playing records, LPs became the name because those were getting replaced by eight track tapes, cassettes, yeah. Yeah. CDs, CDs. CDs. Uh, CD, yeah. yeah, DVDs, you know, but yeah, yeah. And so you had to differentiate. So mm-hmm. when you say you've got a record, it either means you've got the police know who you are. Oh my gosh. It means you got a vinyl disc. Yeah. But it also or, means if you just downloaded a set of songs from the recent release of a particular artist.
0: That's right. It's just a anyway. Recording. So
1: <laughs> so you have a record player.
0: Yeah, I got a record player for Christmas and I love it. It's really cool. Uh, We've had it's funny because typically you know you buy a record player, then you get records to play on them. We've had for years probably our oldest record. Probably we've had it for at least 10 years. No record player to play it on. (laughs) Till this Christmas, we now have a record player and we can listen to the mini. We actually have like at least 15 records. So
1: when I, when I was having LPs, uh, records, and I mean, I would, well, in high school, yeah, I'd play them until you just couldn't hear them anymore. And then you'd have to go buy a new record that was fresh, you know, Mm -hmm. and then probably by the time I got to college and I bought a record, I would play it once while recording it to a uh, cassette tape and then just play the cassette tape till it was dead and then do the record a second time. But I used to, you know keep all those uh record albums you know in their sleeve and i even kept yeah. the cellophane plastic around the outside sure. and kept them stacked so there could be no warping you know and all that yeah. um, and was kind of meticulous about my my lp co- collection because you only play it once and if you get a thousand plays on a cassette that's ten thousand plays it's like okay i'm gonna save this thing yeah and then when we, when my first pastorate in Kansas, we, we, uh, had a full basement, partially finished. It was kind of like the, the family room. And, you know, so we had the music and stuff down there. Plus, we had everything stored that we didn't unpack. And, um, in cardboard boxes were, were my entire record collection mm-hmm. in Apple boxes. Apple boxes are the best moving boxes. Oh, yeah. Because they got that slip that comes out, you know, yes. the, out the cover. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. But They're perfect they're not perfect when there's a crack in the foundation of the basement and it floods oh, no. oh, and no. so all these meticulously cared for record albums uh, got soaking wet. They got moldy. The cardboard just fell apart. Some of them that were in the plastic survived. And I came out of, you know, so many records got so much mold just down into the, to the grooves. They just yeah. were, you know, couldn't, couldn't be saved, but I was able to save, a few of the oldest records that, that I had in my collection from when I was a kid
0: oh, that's
1: awesome! and it was three, three of the monkeys
0: oh, the first nice. three albums. Very cool.
1: And so I still have those and I have a few other old, old record albums I have a really old uh, Johnny cash. I think that was my dad's, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. the others that were still sur- that survived, I gave them to our oldest son
0: oh that's cool
1: and he lives a little bit like a vagabond so i don't know where they are if, if where they ended up him, now, that's okay I, like <laughs> they're out of my life i gave them away so records are go. so why do you want why did you want records as opposed to downloadable music i mean it's okay, hard to take so that rec- it's hard to take the record player to the gym but since it's a record player true. you actually could yeah, i mean
0: that's true i guess i could well nowadays when you buy most artists uh it, it's kind of been a new trend and actually I don't know if you know this but in the last five years um record vinyl record cells have gone at least historically through the roof you know because you know whatever it's some kind of a niche thing but also and here's the cool thing a lot of artists um when they press their vinyls you when you and you buy it you get the digital download with it it's part of the deal so you always have the digital too but the album covers and sleeves and the artwork associated with it is like it's limited you know it's like we're yep. only going to press a few whatever thousand of these and uh, especially if you buy this edition and they're not they can be expensive depending on the artist but a lot of the artists i love it's still only you know 15 bucks or whatever and you get this really cool print and all the material that comes with it and and you know just the experience of like opening it up and looking at this beautiful new piece of work art and uh yeah i don't know i love it, cool. you know,
1: it it's um, <clears throat> it's it is kind of interesting that it became niche after it was something that like was the only way to listen to music as i grew up i mean other than the radio of course Sure. but um my my dad when he was in college had a part-time job working at a radio station in phoenix and his, his main interest is technology. He's like electrical engineer by profession, um, you know, built his own ham radio when he was like 10 or 12 or something like that. Just, it's like, he loves the electronics of it. Uh, but he ended up getting this job at a, at a radio station. And I think everything was on the up and up, but he had a, once he got, I don't know when he stopped working there, but in our record collection at home, we had a lot of ceramic records from the oldest of them were maybe in the thirties, but most of them were up for the, you know, through the forties and fifties. And it was before the rock and roll era. And so a lot of swing jazz uh, top 40 kind of music from, you know, it was just, it was really, really interesting to, to, to look at, you know, but they're so heavy. And we never broke one, but we under we you got this feeling from the weight of it like this thing is not supportable if you hold it on the edge, it's going to snap off you know right but um mm, yeah, cool. so i i you know after after my sad loss of my records, it's like, well you know I, I know I think I'm done
0: I'm kind of worried about I don't really know or understand about the uh proper storage and all that kind of stuff, so I'm probably. Probably could do better right now. I just have them stacked on top of my dresser.
1: So it depends who you ask, but I believe they're supposed to be stacked upright like books, not flat. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, they're either you may you can, it's best to get anti static sleeves,
0: right?
1: Um, for, for storage because once you pull it out, all the dust comes and accumulates out of the air. Boom. Mm, gross. And, and you got to have the right uh cleaning fluid and the right brush with the correct what? strokes. I oh yeah. That? You oh no. yeah? You don't know. Yeah, there there's there's tools for cleaning your record. You didn't know that? Oh no. Huh? Oh man. Oh. oh geez. I'm glad we're talking yeah.
0: about this. So
1: just so you know, I mean don't submerge them in dish soap and then put them in the dryer or the dishwasher or whatever. That's not <laughs> I probably I, okay. That. I kind of figured
0: that. Okay. I figured that I mean I that hadn't even crossed my mind. So
1: yeah. And those you know those copper kind of Brillo pads. Yes. Don't use don't them. don't use those.
0: Okay. <laughs> wow. So,
1: that's awesome. Ah.
0: Okay. Well, speaking now of, we've talked speaking about records.
1: of records. Speaking of records and recording, let's talk about what our recording plans are. Uh, yeah. Things we got coming up.
0: Because are we after this? Are we going to talk a little bit about the news? Oh, you know.
1: Do you want to talk about the news first?
0: Mm, what do you want to talk about first
1: okay so we've got some we've got some great ideas coming up for this year <laughs> and right. some wonderful ideas about recording and stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> okay let's hit the news so well, hit the news. anything in the news to talk about well it's been kind uh, of a quiet see. um day <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it hasn't <laughs> no it's not even been a quiet day uh, I as haven't in thing, checked
0: in today actually I, I, think, I, I think the support. house
1: either has Or will soon be voting to impeach
0: Okay I knew that was on the docket I yeah. will tell you like Didn't it seem like Every day it got pushed Further out like it was like By this <laughs> by this Friday by Monday we're going to Do the now well, it has till Tuesday we're going to okay Wednesday We're going to vote on it <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> Yeah I I have mixed feelings about impeachment. I know, me too. I, I mean, get it. It's, it's um, yeah. I mean, I have mixed feelings because of the political process involved, not because right. if somebody wants oh, no. to say somebody did something wrong, call it wrong, deal with it.
0: Yeah. Yes. But oh, it's 100% warranted. Exactly. There there should be no doubt about that. But what we do need to consider are the implications afterward and fallout because of where we just are. I mean, just, oh, I just where we are as a country.
1: So here's, here's where we are as a country. And, and <laughs> I, I really am happy to have read this. And I can't remember if I sent it to you. But Family there was an article I read this morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I posted it on Facebook and it was about klingons and the yes. federation um, so good crew yeah and there was an alien who came and took advantage of their animosities and actually gained off power off of yeah. their fighting with one another mhm mm-hmm. the fear and, anger uh, and, and and then part of the the thing that happened on the on 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 uh, the starship enterprise in this little biosphere there is like these two Civilizations would fight, and they would kill each other, and they would come back and fight again. That that's right. death they didn't did. end it. That's
0: right. They kept healing themselves or whatever, so that they could keep going.
1: And and uh, and the process of the story is it's taking the enterprise far off course toward wherever destination or whatever end this entity wishes. And um, and and I thought, what in a, what that's a great metaphor. Yeah, the episode is
0: called um, The Day of the Dove. Just
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, and so I, I, I read the article on it. It was an interesting reflection. And in, I think it was in the Catholic Reporter. Um, yeah, it was in, it was in a Roman Catholic, Catholic, Catholic National Register. Or something yeah, like that's or... what it was, yeah. yeah. And, I, I really, I, I it and I really, I appreciated it. I really liked it, but I thought it was really interesting what, um, what uh, one of my Facebook friends responded to it. Yeah, it was in the um, Catholic Register, and the head, the title of the article was, "Are We Being Played for Profit and Power?" And it's all about two sides in opposition needing to understand that, as one of the Klingons says, um, "We need no urging to hate humans." It's the yeah, the Klingon, out. Only a fool fights in a burning house. <laughs> it's like that's a great quote. The house is burning. But one of my friends, you know, responded to the title, are we being played for profit and power simply by saying, yes, you are. Oh, like, oh no, you, missed <laughs> you missed the point. You missed the point. Oh, no. Yes, we are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so like,
0: here's, I had a conversation. Uh, one of my Sunday schooled sessions was with a guy named David dark and uh, oh, yeah. just, a, he, he does not, I mean, obviously he's got his own issues with the media, but, he does not allow at least in his personal conversations for people to shove any blame i mean there's plenty of blame for the media but not until somebody owns up to their own part the media is us do you need to understand like we've we have also created the media in the, in in the same same vein like yeah yeah it has it has whatever we give it like we you know, and uh, and so he is, it, yeah, it, it, like okay, right now everyone wants to shift blame, shift blame, shift blame. Well, the, it's all out there on this monster, it's all out on, there on that monster. Well,
1: well, right, I mean, so it becomes so it easy up. to blame Trump, Trump followers, uh, um, right. crowd proud boys, uh, mm-hmm. these militia groups, white supremacists. I mean, Put way out there for me, that's all them, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I it, it this is it's 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 worth taking some time to find okay where am I involved in this that's right that's right yeah
0: um do you ever listen to oh yeah yeah I think you do both the fifth column and I
1: haven't listened to him for a while
0: yeah okay so he just recently like you know everyone's angry we should be angry I mean there's lots to be angry about like I, if you're not angry like there's there's I don't know there probably something wrong but <laughs> You need, we need to learn how to channel a, the anger in a good way towards healing. And he wanted what he wanted to talk about was, listen, all these people who are now jumping ship, you've got to, and I kind of, I, so I watched his video after I wrote my article. I don't know if you saw right, my article right. about that. Yep. So I was like, ah, this is amazing how much it lined up. I would, I would have used his clip in my article if I'd have seen it but he said almost very close to the same thing of like we have to be willing to welcome them in I mean yeah there's still got the yeah they're gonna to have to deal with some consequences but if they are walking away um, you may want to be you know in your self-righteousness be like no it's too what but if we're gonna move forward you gotta let them be a part of the you know, not the conversation, I mean, if they disavow, you know, they're going to have to disavow (laughs) some things for sure, but you've got to give them some space to, uh, to make that move. Because if they don't, if they can see I have nowhere now, well, then they, they can be more dangerous, right? A single lone person who's like, I have
1: nowhere to go. It it's, you know, without getting too condescending. I mean, just because I, I feel like I'm, Right, I mean, so it's easy oh, to get right. condescending. Right, right, but, exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's to those who use uh, means of violence, you know, um, and, you know, that, no, please use words, you know, use words, yeah. you know, it's, a, yeah. it's, which the condescending part says, it makes it, you know, it sounds like you're talking to a toddler, you know, who's having a fit. <laughs> I know, I know. But, but I mean, the, there is power in use, in words used well. Um, right, and, and if your words are not working, work on the relationship, work on rebuilding trust. Um, right. it, uh, there was a, a wonderful article that was put out yesterday. and David Brooks, uh, who's I enjoy following. David Brooks is also another one of those conservatives who I think falls into that um, you know rep, many Republicans would probably not claim him anymore.
0: right they don't, yeah him and uh, david Frum, i've heard them they're no,
1: and they're uh not. but but he's definitely not a trump uh, fan right very 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 clear about that but he came out with a wonderful um he made a wonderful allusion to a tweet yesterday and he was pointing out an article by russell moore mm-hmm. and yes. and russell moore and david brooks probably have a very similar political ideology yeah i mean a very very conservative well conservative but from a from a faith-based position right and for david brooks that faith-based position emerged i think probably over the last 10 years where he re-embraced some of his uh jewish uh heritage yeah. but he uh, in, in writing he really uh was captured by the jewish heritage of the prophets yeah more than say other aspects of, of jewish heritage yeah. Anyway, so so um, I wasn't surprised when he highlighted uh, Russell Moore's blog entry from yesterday, where Russell Moore takes uh, an evangelical trope, a style of of evangelizing that he was raised with in the Southern Baptist Church, called the Roman Road. Yeah, and right. you lead somebody to uh, conversion um, through just using the Book of Romans. All right. And, and Russell Moore uses that Roman road to really point out um, his opposition to the, to these violent radical elements in conservatism. Right. Uh, especially those, and you alluded to this also in your, your article that you posted last week, about those who will use the name of Jesus to champion their cause. As, right. And for me, my first response was my first feelings when I saw that was it was heartbreaking and I was angry and Russell Moore simply calls it satanic. Yeah. Um, and, and I think uh, before I want to fight back against the things that I see, um, it's probably good to attribute the source of that problem. And if I'm going to call it satanic, to me, I don't think you need to get rid of satanic elements by destroying them. Right. Uh, because then it puts me at least into this other spiritual uh, mindset that says the way to uh, engage enemies is um, to realize that my enemies are not blood and flesh.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, you know, it's not other people. Right. It's, you know, as, as Paul writes, it's ideologies, it's these principalities yeah. and powers, you know. Um, and so, so I think that's, it's, it's helpful perhaps to p- point out what the problem is. You know, sure. It's, you know, part of the problem are weird looking people who dress in fur and have horns on their head. And uh, yeah, that's a problem. You know, I'm not going to deny that. And the person like that needs to be restrained because <clears throat> they're dangerous. But even a person like that, uh, you know, I have to believe is redeemable.
0: Oh, hundred percent.
1: And they're not, they are not the problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Agreed. Well, and I, you know, I also think, I don't know. I had a friend who is definitely conservative he and I don't agree on anything he had a good start of a response. I don't like where it ended up, but as a oh. start response, <laughs> I'll well, get was there.
1: Was it to your article or?
0: No, it's just his own. Like he was speaking to people, you know, who think like he, he does, he, he was essentially like, listen, um, talking about social media. He was like, listen, uh, he, you're going to want to post things and all these, you know, fight with, um, People who are ideologically different than you on here. You're going to, you know, let me just tell you, you're not going to change anyone's mind. You're only going to get pats on the back from people who agree with you already. So rather than waste your time on here, go get involved with school boards and um, city council and all these. And I was like, that's, yeah, please. But at his end, this is where I didn't like where it ended up, which was, and get in there and fight for, you know, fight, fight these things. And and that's where I was like, no, 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 no. Go <laughs> get on those things and work with the people on there who aren't going to agree with you. But let's together, sure, have your good, have debates about your ideas. Right. But at some point realize, you know what, I can, from your point of view, here's something good we can work with. Here from my point of view, here's something, and we can together, you know, that to me was the would have been a better place to stand but it was a good start
1: <laughs> so how do you here's here's a challenge to for me i mean and i'm feeling it more and more as this polarizing cultural moment continues i mean i i, I know it's not going to end anytime right. soon right um and it may not end for yeah and in for a long time yeah um and then, but consider where you and I live. Yeah. And I think it was yesterday, uh, NPR did a, a report in the, uh, on um, all things considered about, you know, the, the kind of arch conservatism that is, um, you know, um, has an affinity for militias and all that. Yes. Brad. And, you know, they just came right to our neighborhood talking about oh, yeah. the Bundy's and Mylier yeah. County refuge takeover. And we've
0: got so many right up here in Moscow yeah. and yep.
1: Yeah. And, and so we, and, they didn't go and you know, like if, if we go back to the sixties and we want to say, where are the places where it's worse for issues of civil rights? You go, Oh, it's Alabama, it's Mississippi. You right. know. It's interesting how those regions we can pinpoint as, as um, kind that of is. the, I don't know, canary in the coal mine or the place that really yeah. indicates what's wrong. And so, given this present polarization, um, at least they and I kind of understand why point to our neighborhood. I know. <laughs> and so we're living in the thick of it. So when when yeah. your friend talks about you know taking up local action, being involved locally, all that, and take the fight there, you know, yeah, the thing right. is he's preaching to the choir. Only people like right. you and I go. Wait, wait, no, wait, don't go there. You know? <laughs>
0: work with work how do how do you be the voice
1: of of loving opposition not to the ideas or to the people but to the almost the method
0: yeah yeah exactly yes the method has to be uh, it goes together to me like uh be uh, i can work with somebody i disagree with if they're willing to work with me and i'm willing i like But that's my mindset. You and I, that's where we're coming from. Like, we're from the, like, beat the swords and the plowshares, get rid of, you know, the violence cannot be the way, the fight cannot be the way. I mean, stand up for what you believe in, passionately embrace it, um, sure, but if you're going, it, it, to, well,
1: you know, I also come from a civil disobedience, uh, yeah, right, uh, right, right, right. background. That if it really comes to a fight and I really gotta lay it on the line, I'll just lay down in front of you. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I,
0: put, I will. Sure, I will. Can I? I don't know. Did you go out like grocery shopping after the few days after the?
1: No, uh, I did not.
0: You know, okay, so I did, and <clears throat> I'm normally I'm I'm not a I don't fear things but uh, when I walked into the grocery store I couldn't help but have in my mind okay who here would have been who here is one of these <laughs> one of
1: these people one of those yeah, people
0: who who here would like I don't know uh, somebody posted a thing like uh, when now when I see people flying any flag but Trump flags American flag blue lives matters flag now I just am like would that person have beaten <laughs> a uh, somebody in a, in a riot? Like, is that where they are? Uh, we, no, I... I drove by a pickup or I, I, I drive by a site every morning now that um, I, to go drop my daughter off at school and they're working on a house for roofing there. It's a roofing company. And the day after that happened, they put four Trump flags on their vehicle and almost phone, like and amp it like, up. Exactly. And I'm like, uh, what are you trying to tell me? Like, what are you what message are you sending right now? I I am not sure. Like right. it's that well, I'm it's, joining it's, the founder under or...
1: siege and you got my side needs to be support and you need to know, yeah. Right. We're here so, to do what's right. I don't know.
0: I got a little I did. I got a little like who like <laughs> what but, will happen?
1: You know, i I, I haven't thought about that, but it'd be interesting to stop and uh, recognize what happens inside of me. So, yeah, you right. have a neighbor who has a Trump flag flying. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and I thought, okay, maybe they'll pull it down after November. No, that didn't happen. Okay, right. maybe they'll pull it down after something. No, that didn't happen. Maybe they'll pull it down after the electrical, uh, the electrical, the electoral college vote gets uh, you know certified. That didn't happen. You know, it's still yeah. up. Right. Uh, and but the other day, I was, uh, as I was on my run, I walk, walked, I kind of jogged by that house and I had this feeling like I just want to run faster now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I want to get away from that. Right. Because then this person who's just a perfectly fine neighbor, I mean, I don't don't know them very well, but, you know, had a few friendly chats. I have no reason to have a negative feeling right. about them except right. for that sign, which then um, makes me that I should not respond that way.
0: I know. Yep. you know
1: And that's so that's I'm not saying, oh shame on them for flying the Trump flag. Right. I want to say shame on me for um, having such a right. negative response without thought, you know, without right. relationship. Anyway
0: yeah. Yeah, I know.
1: But so we're not no. done with this. We're not done with this. And no. so, you know, uh, we've got this. Uh, uh, this is a long project to fix this.
0: I know. And I feel, okay. Like part of me is like, okay, what even is going to happen next? Will there even be a next, Do you know? And then there's like a part of me that's also, okay. Um, I feel kind of helpless to be like, moving forward in a better way like I know what I believe and what my values are how do I communicate with people and help them move away from you know violence and uh, or, or you know violent rhetoric and, right.
1: I, and I don't know and I've, I I, wonder is it different with different uh, audiences so I mean a, a most of the Christians I know here in my part of the world are folks I know through church. And our church tends to be on the social on social issues tends to be on the left side of things. I mean it's just part of the, who Anabaptists are. Right. Um, um but political you know, socially though, I mean, if I get outside the church and the people I know from other settings um i i don't i i I have trouble finding that that um thing that we both gravitate toward as some kind of authority to give our lives shape and meaning so to a christian i can go is this really what god wants us to do is this how god wants us to behave or act or respond or you know is this the way of jesus you know and and you know how's this fit with the sermon on the Mount? but with somebody who doesn't buy into any of that yeah, it's like okay do I start clobbering over the head with my knowledge of the Constitution you know and how the yeah. framers understood their language and yeah it makes it harder to find that common ground to build things back I don't know
0: well I guess if I were gonna choose a silver <clears throat> to look at a silver lining of um, people's deflection after the event you know where they were not right. like trying to shift blame I guess the silver lining is then that they were not identifying with it you know, like they themselves are like, that's not, I wouldn't do that. I won't go do that. Okay. Well, that's, that could be a common ground, right? That's like,
1: right.
0: you know, like, okay, then let's, maybe you should, uh, you know, think about why, you know, that's in this side of, of things. Would you consider moving away from that? You're going you think it's worth denouncing. So denounce it. Then <laughs> no, no, Let's do it. Let's, let's together, you know, we can work on that. You agree that se- laying siege to the Capitol. I've to I know it's a crazy
1: but like, I know, I know, but it's a start. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like laying siege to the Capitol, uh chanting to hang Mike Pence of all people. <laughs> I know. I mean, okay, let's just say that's a bit far. Yeah. Can like, we agree? We can agree, can we agree? with that. Right? I think we can get and then, but then there are going to be people who go, nope, should have gone further. It's like, oh, okay. Yes. Now and we're going no, to have so trouble those, co- having a conversation. Right. And with
0: those, maybe, maybe we need to build a, a coalition of people who are willing to at least agree that's too far and start there.
1: Well, and, and, and there have, you know, there have been groups trying to have those conversations. Um, um, I think you, you've met Keith Giles, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Did you have him for a Sunday school?
0: No, oh, okay. that'd be a good one, though. That'd be a good
1: but, one. I mean he he wrote he wrote a book, um, Jesus Untangled, and yeah. part of the disentanglement is getting Jesus out of politics. There you are. Um, and but he's been involved, and I think um, he works or, or or is on a board for a group. I can't remember the name of it that works are bringing these uh, these different groups together, you know, polar opposites to have uh, healing conversations. Uh, And then there was another group that was doing something similar here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, And they were doing it through churches, trying to get people to talk with other, you know, and it was largely around these political things that are just separating people, separating families. And that's one of the, you know, if you need to have any kind of sign that what we're doing is not good, it's the same sign that's used when we're talking about addictions. Sure. You know, we you know, drugs, alcohol, food, sex, whatever yep. anybody gets yep. adic- addicted to, is it getting in the way of relationships?
0: Exactly. You
1: know, is it exactly. damaging your relationships? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, worse yet, it, when you practice that addiction. Are you doing it in seclusion? Right. I mean, to cut not you too off. many people wear their KKK hoods to the grocery store. You know, it's it's a seclusion thing.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um, and it's like if we could take that same mentality of about addictions to yes. our political conversations, we might have to deal with the fact that we are breaking relationships. And right. We might need to be doing it differently. I don't know. Just yeah. a thought.
0: Yes, I, I, I had not thought about it in terms of the conversation that way. I had thought of, you know, this thing that's happening to some people is de- definitely addiction. Um, <clears throat> you know, the um, if I thought about it because my parents were talking to me and they're like, they have been in conversations with somebody who's so like, this is what, you know, not quite to the QAnon stuff. That's too far for them, but they're right. very...
1: they're on their way
0: perhaps (laughs) they're they're very close and they've said that's what they've compared it to it's like every morning this person gets up and goes and searches for you know something that gives them a hit of this is what's happening in our it's like a dopamine rush yeah exactly i'm getting this hit every day of fear anger boom boom and that's that for them it was that's they compared it to an addiction and so that's how i've been starting to think about it like yeah we're that's what we do to ourselves. I mean, and, and it's not just about this one issue. We all do it a little bit right. about, you know, we get our fear hit or anger hit or uh, for me, man, I got, I get dopamine rush when I read like that cool uh, Star Trek article. And I was like, ah, yeah, that's, yeah,
1: great. well, I, 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 I yeah, that was, yeah, that's a bit of an adrenaline rush. I like that one. I, you know, it's adrenaline yeah. or dopamine. I'm not sure which, which, which but, yeah, one of those but some of that stuff, we're just feeding on it yeah right and uh and like any addiction it gets in the way yeah but
0: uh so, so here's uh so next week i'm gonna try to get a friend of mine on with us to talk about um his work he's a he works in the field of security uh and he's so
1: he's like like
0: paul bart at the mall no no uh online data different security. kind of security all right yeah like information technology security so he definitely has a foot in the hacking type world like those that type of i don't think he's a hacker but i mean he's you know right in that stream um mainly because he works for i won't say the name of the bank but he works for banking a banking uh business and helps them with their security. Like I think he looks for weaknesses in there, you know, uh, and addresses those. So because of that, he has he's got to keep an eye out, and he keeps his um, a presence in a lot of worlds where security stuff is a is an issue, and that includes online forums of um, uh, extremist groups. So.
1: You know, I wonder. I I did see a particular person who I have not seen on Facebook for quite a while make make a response to something I'd posted today. Uh, but they back in uh, what November after the election had been one of those people to say, "Bye bye, Facebook. I'm going to parlor. Right.
0: Going to parlor. Yeah, Going and is uh, a parlor yeah, parlay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've heard it go both ways. Me um, too. I like parlay just because it makes me think of Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're not really rules. It's kind of like guidelines, you know. But Yeah. Um, but, um, no, he, so this person's back, you know, in, on Facebook, which <laughs> made me wonder, you know, what happens when it makes it so difficult for these people to have these conversations? Maybe it's still happening on forums and some of those other less known. Uh, right places for like-minded people to gather you know maybe there are some coming back to facebook it seems like it's healthier to have them yeah. at the same table maybe yeah like, that's
0: what i feel like yeah but, but so welcome um, back I, I
1: know i kind of wanted <laughs> i wanted to put welcome back
0: <laughs> hey, i know uh i you know i have the same struggles some people do about you know censorship and stuff like that but i also don't know and this is kind of kind of why i was interested to hear from him a little bit I don't know that people realize the types of things that were being discussed on these. Like, so he sent me um, screenshots and threads and things. And even the tamest is um, like frightening. Okay.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Right.
0: Yes. <laughs> like, um, like I want to use, like, here's my plan. I want to use a wood chipper type. That's the tamest. Like I want to, here's, here's who needs to go in my wood chipper type of thing so and it's not
1: yes. and, and and the fear is that it's not a metaphor
0: exactly yeah um so yes so I, yeah that I'm would be that, sure. would,
1: that would be that would be a fun uh, fun i don't know that would be an informative conversation
0: <laughs> right so. i don't know that he'll share with us those but perhaps maybe give us a uh you know a breakdown of some mindsets and things like that i don't know but
1: okay yeah well, hey, you know, <laughs> speaking speaking
0: the, ta- the topic of First Amendment or in censorship and all that kind well, of stuff.
1: So, you know, I, I've had to correct a number of people on their whining about censorship. And centros- censorship is a First Amendment right. It's not That's... something that a business has to give you. That's right. So, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. I remember I remember seeing this uh, backdrop with Trump, and it had in the backdrop was all of the different online social media platforms that he could not participate. There were like a dozen over there. You know, it's like, wait, I didn't know that many. Like
0: Spotify was one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Too bad. Yeah. I can, his, his singing voice has got to be great. Yeah. Oh man. uh, But, but and people whining about, "Wow, well, that's you know censorship's a bad thing." Blah blah blah. Social censorship may be a bad thing, and far in, in, as far as forcing conversations go underground that need the light of day, I can understand that. Okay. But a company can do whatever it wishes to satisfy satisfy its bottom line. And if you tell a company, this is one that I'd like to challenge some folks with: if you tell a company you have to keep all voices on your platform, right? By law. You know, we're we're telling you that we're gonna pass a law that says you gotta keep this open. Well, that becomes one move towards a little bit of an authoritarian socialist takeover because yeah, now the government right. has control over this means of production, social media. That's right. Then all of a sudden you move towards socialism. So that's you right. may so have people you may have people who storm the capital who unknowingly are calling for socialism. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> yeah but that type of socialism yeah. is usually called fascism
0: exactly um, and they That's don't yes. want that so no no well mm, okay. <laughs> they, they don't claim to
1: they don't claim to want it
0: so yeah yeah hey I, but i do so, so oh, go ahead well i was gonna say i do i mean i share some discomfort of big corporations you know setting the you know but join me in that fight though don't join me in the quote-unquote fight in that pushback don't yeah. join against me because I don't want the government to dictate to us who can and can't, you know, yeah. uh, publish on a platform or something like that. Yeah. Well,
1: would, would it, state-run media. Do you, I wonder, what, what, would it, what would it be like to have a state-run federal social media platform? Ooh. Does China have one? Well, there's a, there's a state-run, but it's, I think it's probably be very limited as to what can be said. Yeah. Well, what if there was a no holds barred federal system for putting it all out there um, digitally? You know, so it's ease of ease of a you know phone app kind of a thing. Yeah. Right. I just think it'd be a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. die know. It, all all sorts of cans of worms
1: everywhere. Because you know it's going to be monitored by the federal government. Oh yeah. Well yeah, I mean, it just it's theirs. <laughs> it's like, why not? make yep. things easy make things easy for the nsa that's
0: yeah, right. <laughs> interesting stuff yeah crazy things going on indeed indeed um, i'll tell you the more um somebody who had a little more nuanced take on it they're like yeah when twitter you know <laughs> it kicks people off they are well within their rights to do so they had a little more problem with amazon hosting um because there's so few big hosting uh, options out there it's almost like a almost a monopoly there's very right. few there's only like three or so, four big ones
1: so did you uh, did did you catch in the news i think it was uh somewhere in your neck, neck of the woods i think it's maybe spoken yeah, yeah
0: north idaho yeah yeah yeah
1: there was there was a uh, some kind of internet hosting company that said um what was it since twitter and facebook are not going to host these <laughs> things we're going to these conversations, we're not going to make those platforms available on our hosting service That's right. either. It's and then some available. of the complaints are, so wait, your criticism of them censoring <laughs> is to censor. Just,
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> right.
1: Yep. So this maybe demands a little more sophistication than many of us are prepared for. <laughs>
0: That's I know. We are not ready for nuance. Actually, you listen to... Um, uh, malcolm gladwell on occasion right have you ever I have not podcast? for quite a
1: while yeah okay
0: on his revisionist history podcast his fourth season maybe he had a three series chunk all about thinking like the jesuits he had a three oh really yeah it's very interesting because um you've heard the term oh you're being very jesuitical which is like a
1: way it's well a i te- tell you the truth i have not heard that term oh but i have heard beware the spanish inquisition (laughs) right i mean the same thing but
0: (laughs) yeah 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 so well so jesuitical thinking is like this way of as a pejorative is like you're you're basically telling me you can justify anything with some logic and reasoning and blah 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 you know but where that comes from is they have this way and i can't remember what he calls it it's a it's a a part of their training though it's called um i can't remember but it's a way of like okay let's i know we have this thing okay an example that they used was um uh, procreation you know this is our uh the catholics teaching on procreation we have before us this um pill because it was a jesuit who created the the pill just so you know
1: oh really (laughs) yes (laughs) we have
0: we have this pill uh we know the catholic teaching but this way of us our thinking is we need to break it down to its parts right? and then see what parts you know hold up and actually the way the pill works or uh, it actually preserves this is how they landed on it it preserves the ability to procreate later in life because it, re- it, it when you're taking it you don't release eggs basically is, is the idea so you're saving that store of eggs for when you are ready to
1: okay.
0: procreate. So, so you're not wasting, you're preserving the eggs so that you can. So right. that's, so in, that's I mean, a good in, example.
1: In, in, in philosophy, when we, when we talk about Jesuit thinking, I mean, we really don't talk about Jesuit thinking as such, but we talk about Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the style is, is scholasticism. Okay, where it it takes takes the proposition or whatever, or the question or whatever it is, and and breaks it down into all its uh, component parts. Uh, But with this incredible question and answer process, where the question is asked, and there's got to be multiple responses to that, uh, you know, like corroborating evidence, not just one, you know, yes, it is. No, it's not. You know, refutation doesn't work. It has to have, <laughs> right. you know, collabor- corroborating uh, sources or evidence to, to build it up. And the other right. thing that's interesting about the scholastic method is it really doesn't, it's one of those areas where I, uh, at least at its heart, but it's one of those places where I kind of get excited. There's no such thing as proof. Give up on proof. Proof doesn't exist. <laughs> There's no such thing as proof. Proof is a bad word. Mm, like However there is evidence that mounts where it's almost impossible to entertain doubt.
0: There you go. And that's the
1: closest thing we can get to proof outside of geometry, mathematics, you know, those types of thinking. But yeah, Jesuits are really great. The the scholastic method was really great at bringing that up. Yep. Yep, But it's really hard to get people to think like that about Black Lives Matter are all, you know, communists trying to destroy the country and... And um, everybody who stormed the Capitol, they were being instigated by Antifa. And it's like, there it wasn't, you know, um, there's right. good people on both sides. I mean, it's like, we th- so many things are get, get thrown out that nobody goes through that process of asking right. the question, That's right. listing the evidence.
0: And it feels like we don't have the time to do it. Like, because we're just moving from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. So, Yeah. Yeah. But that's where we could, you know, like rather than focus maybe on the events happening boom, 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 and moving thing to thing and discussing that ad nauseum or not even ad nauseum. Let's hit it with a few sound bites. Oh, now this thing happened, let's hit it with a few sound bites. But maybe we could have a conversation about the overarching theme of you know that these things fall under, I guess. Well, and then we might find out that our
1: overarching theme isn't even the correct theme. Right, that's true. I mean, Because part of that, go, going back to the scholasticism and the Jesuits, part of the argument, one of the arguments they got into was um, that the earth is the center of the universe. Right. And you can could, you could line up all your justifications for that, but after you get to the enough evidence, then you're stuck with, well, Copernicus still <laughs> is like, we got to deal with this. That, right. that major fact doesn't fit into everything we've excused. Um, mm. Maybe we we're asking the wrong question rather than saying... Um, how you know can we prove that the earth is the center of the universe can we say what is the center of the universe oh. and open the question so some of those if you begin with the wrong question
0: right that's so true yeah I love that well, that's good
1: well okay. you know so we got we, we got into this by talking about um, a potential guest for next week
0: that's right 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 so uh, but, but name... coming
1: up in a yes. two weeks and then in three yeah. weeks and yes. then we've got things coming up.
0: We got a lot of cool things. We have a guest on the 26th, potentially a Facebook live, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. We need to get the Facebook live uh, ads going. Let's pump it. Let's pump them. Drew Hart. Drew Hart. Hart. Professor Drew Hart. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I think that'll be exciting. I mean, I, I read his stuff uh, for the last several years. Mm. Um, He was in the neighborhood. Not too long ago, but you know, a really small meeting wasn't able to get in the uh, middle of COVID. get into that. And then I, I uh, hit him up with a text or a Facebook message or something like that and started this conversation. So hopefully, uh, you know, the plan is on the 26th, Facebook Live uh, with Drew Hart.
0: Very cool. And then we have uh, some things we're going to tackle in February. We Craig and I have an idea to every first uh, podcast episode of the month, which is. Tuesdays, when we hit them, when we record them anyway, uh, is to address the month's liter- uh, lectionary for the whole month. So pick apart some themes, throw out some preaching ideas, maybe discuss some uh, resources that match up or line up with uh, the lectionary theme. So we're going to be doing I, that.
1: I, as I was thinking about that, so February, the first first podcast of February, we'll be talking about Lent. That's yes, right. And, and I don't know if you remember Lent last year, but Lent we were just entering into the pandemic and this feeling yeah. of Lent and and you know the, weight like we're never the left pandemic Lent. and all that just seemed to it fit but we figured oh maybe by Easter right you know, we'll be worshipping together again or maybe by you yeah, know it's like but that to me that was the season that first kind of uh That's right. ushered us into this pandemic worship That's right. time.
0: Yeah, we were, so I'm uh, in the Methodist church, we have um, what we call clergy clusters, and we are what's called the Clearwater clergy cluster, so it's, you know, uh, I don't know, 10 churches that are kind of geographically located, and what we do every Lent is we do a Lenten sermon series where we travel to a different church in the afternoon, and we uh A different preacher preaches, but not the preacher of the church that we go to, but a different preacher from another church. And then we just do that. And we do that every year. We were just like, we were planning that. And it was like Thursday before the first one where we kind of decided we probably better not do this. And then it was like that Friday, our bishop was like, no, no in-person gatherings anyway. So, yep.
1: Yep. So it feels some in some ways like an anniversary topic of sorts. That's yes, I know right. Yeah. Now the other uh, one of the other one of the other things that's coming up is we're still working on this idea and um, looking for people to participate is to create field field reporters.
0: Yes, correspondents, field reporters like Jordan Klepper.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know, we we could we could get maybe Jordan would be he'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> That'd be amazing. But, um, but some of it's you know based on some conversations of partners we've had in the past, and it'd be interesting to check in with them and find out what they're doing, but mm-hmm. not full blown uh, interviews. Yeah. But maybe just if they could just record you know what it was like to go to the grocery store and encounter people with face masks or without face masks or face masks that says Trump twenty twenty or <laughs> right. Tr- Trump in perpetuity. Uh, whatever the campaign slogan
0: with a trump with a uh, the infinity symbol yeah
1: yeah, a little infinity (laughs) symbol or you know whatever you might encounter um, in a time of peace and where um, joy actually hits you or whatever but from the field from experiences what they're doing three to five minute little spiel yes um, fill us in with what's going on in there. we've had some great yeah. conversation partners. I was writing down the a list of names oh, and thought, yes. what an incredible group of people. Uh, I
0: know. We've had some great ones for sure.
1: So um so hopefully we'll get that going. And who knows, I, I just hope that you know we've got like I think over a dozen names. Hopefully they don't all respond at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, my thought was what if we go ahead and uh, just send out uh, the invitation to everybody, and then see who responds, and then make a schedule That's, of
1: yeah. And so yeah, so the so the invitation probably won't say hey send us your stuff. The invitations can say let us <laughs> know you if go. you're interested. There you go. And then we can organize yep, that.
0: Start, there you yeah. go. There you
1: go. Um, cool. But, but I'm excited about that. That could be interesting. Plus, yeah, we sure. are looking to expand the network of uh, yeah. Media.
0: That's
1: right. More podcasts. More podcasts, and uh, uh, just a you YouTube don't know this, party, but oh, yeah. we've got a new one listed on the website, waiting for the iTunes approval for for distribution. Sweet. Called "Not Holier Than Thou" or "Not Not Holier Than You." Oh. And so, uh, about this. so "Not Holier Than You" is Carla, my wife, and Love I it. having conversations about what does it mean to be a human being. And oh, trying to resource that from what is God's story about being human. Oh, good. Uh, and a lot of that emerges out of my own concern, and then shared it with Carla, and we thought, oh, let's let's do that, and try and you know look. Maybe a problem with the way we interact and relate with to one another politically, socially, uh, economically—just some of these different ways—has a little bit to do with needing to become human beings again. Yeah and then seeing where our affiliations go rather than letting our affiliations define us. There you go, love it. So, so we're having fun with love that. Uh, we did our first cool. uh, recording and uh, I'll tell you, Carla has the most wonderful voice. I really loved editing wow. it because she's just got, <laughs> she, she called into a radio station years ago and, one, and the, the announcer on the radio station said, you really should be working in radio. You've got a great voice. <laughs> I love it, that's so,
0: so. cool, nice so yes, we got that coming up. I'm going to listen to that first episode. Everyone else should too. Uh, Lisa and I are going to be working on our podcast as one that will be up there where we call it Lisa and Cody can talk about or no, we can talk about anything. So we're going to uh, we're going to start that. So uh, the idea behind that one is basically we both agree on a topic and then we just sit down and it can be about anything. And in the moment, just see how long we can talk about it and what we can bring up about it. And yeah, so, and it's going to be like surprise topics too. That's how, that's how it's going to work. So Excellent. it can be about anything. We're going to test our limits on how well we can discuss with each other.
1: You know, one thing I want to do going forward, we haven't really done it too much, but I want us to pick up some music criticism as we go. Ah, yes, there we go. Uh, This morning, listening to NPR, I found out that one of my favorite young performers is coming out with a new record. (laughs) Um, Julian Baker. Oh, yeah. And I remember reading uh, an interview with her back in like 2017. And I can't remember, it it wasn't Rolling Stone, but it might have been but she's also been written up in a number of uh, magazines. And she told this story because she, she, um, she identifies Christian and queer from um, Tennessee. Mm. And, uh, and you know she, she, in her, as she tells her story, she says if she wasn't part of an urban community, if she was you know, in a rural community, it might be much harder for her to put those, those, those parts of her personality together, to hold them together. Right. Yep. And she was once in Seattle on tour and she went to this church that was, you know, embracing and accepting, welcoming, and she just loved it. And she thought I could move here. Yeah. But in the article, she says, what it made her want to do is to go back home and make sure there's a place like that there.
0: Love it. And yes. you know, when
1: you read a, yeah, you know, I, 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 I I'm inspired by a lot of young adults. I mean, when she, when she was being, uh, quoted for in that article I think she was only 19 or 20 you know she's only like 24 25 now yeah uh, but I mean that kind of wisdom is just rich and she's coming out with a new a new um, record um, soon soon but she's releasing singles off of it It's called uh, little Oblivions I think it is mm. but um, yeah you know, I, I hope in the future we can pick up some music every once in a while and go that's there you go something to listen to. i mean I'll, I'll pick up a variety of different things that i think are good i know you'll just bring abbott brothers so
0: <laughs> that's not true <laughs> i got plenty
1: well you will we'll have to see here what's playing what's on the record player
0: that's right I'm That's right. do that next time
1: <laughs> all right all right good to see you cody good to see you too what's that so, salute? Uh... i mean i i've never been <laughs> in the military i don't know if i did that right <laughs>
0: I know this, Uh, you can, allegedly, you can only do this if you've never uh, lost a civil war or something, or if you've never, like, if you've never put down a...
1: Just so anybody who's listening, Cody's describing different (laughs) types of salutes, which are acceptable and which are not.
0: But I've heard this, it's a myth, it's like, British, the British, maybe it's true, I don't know if it's a myth or not, but the British salute is like this, and that's because they lost the... uh, the um, Revolutionary War, which for them was a civil war, right? That'd be a civil right. war. So they lost a their colony. So they have to salute like this, or they can't salute like this. I don't know. <laughs> Seems pretty ridiculous.
1: That, that does. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd salute like this, just <laughs> both hands, and just maybe like the. I don't know. All right, uh, we'll have to anyway. work on that. I think I heard that
0: in a movie called the Oh uh, so it must
1: be true. Must be true. The
0: Last Castle. Do you know about the have you ever seen that movie? The Last Castle? No. Robert Redford.
1: No. It's
0: pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well then, whatever. All right. (laughs) See you next week. See you next week. Hopefully we'll get my friend David on. I'm working on it.
1: And we'll get this podca- podcast up in a few days, hopefully before the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> really knows? busy week right now.
0: I uh, know. Same here. Love
1: uh, it though. All Let's right. Let's get it. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, Cody. See ya. Thanks for joining Cody Stoffer and me, Craig Morton, for this podcast. We simply try to record and upload without much editing. What you get is live conversation with all its ignorance and insight, wisdom, and foolishness. Sometimes more of one than the other. And occasionally profound things will be said, but entirely by accident. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at the All That's Holy Blue Collar Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so leave a comment. And look for upcoming Facebook Live podcasts where you can interact with our guests. Also, we can be found on Twitter as at All That's Holy. Our intro and outro music is by At the Speed of Darkness. Support At the Speed of Darkness on Bandcamp and buy his music there, as well as follow him on Instagram at At the Speed of Darkness.